G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Vision Christian Radio is all about connecting faith to life. From inspiring stories about the struggles we all face, to helping you understand the issues going on in the world, to clear and understandable Bible teaching, all peppered with great Christian music, the latest news, and even a few laughs along the way. You're about to experience just a small part of what we do. For the full experience, tune into a Vision Christian Radio FM or AM station near you. Listen online at visionradio.org.au or download our free app. Let's take a little time to get an update on a discipleship program that in just a short time has begun to sweep the world. And founded by an Australian man who had a vision for making disciples. And so he founded an organization that he's called School for Disciples. Earlier last year, we were talking to Brian Byrne about what happened with the School for Disciples, and he began to share great stories about things that were happening in Africa. And in just a 12-month space, it's like wildfire caught on into numerous countries around the world, and schools for disciples are springing up everywhere. Let's take a little bit of time to get an update. Hello, Brian Byrne. Welcome along to 2020. Thanks for calling, Neil. Brian, let me just get this straight. In my memory, you are a former school teacher and you really felt a call from God to put together a discipleship program. You were in Australia, but it didn't start in Australia. It start and it caught on in Africa. Tell us those beginnings. Okay. The, I wrote a book called Be My Disciple, and it was read and by a guy in Kalgoorlie, who told me I had to start a school for disciples. Uh, And I started a teaching program here in Bunbury, but it didn't sort of take off. Then in in 2014, I heard very clearly from the Lord, Brian, get school for disciples up and running. So I got a small group uh, as sort of an advisory council group, and we started it. And then out of the blue came the... Uh, contact with Africa from a person I never met in a church I didn't know about in a city I'd never heard of and that was the Lord's doing and that was the very beginning of the whole thing. Then in in February last year they began a teaching course that I had written called Living by Faith in the Spirit uh, to 130 people in 11 cells. That was the very beginning. And of course that has grown now in Africa to, as I understand it, more than 200 cell groups and house churches and thousands of members. That's right. It's also grown, it was in six countries, Rwanda, Burundi, Democratic Republic of Congo, Uganda, Tanzania and Kenya. And they've now added uh, Malawi and South Africa to that list. And they're planning this year to take it into four more countries, Zimbabwe, Mozambique, Zambia and Nigeria. 
Brian, what do you credit for the expansive growth of the School for Disciples? And uh, I know you're about to give glory to God, but what is it about your program that has been so attractive, especially for those Africans? I think the when they when they saw it, they realised that, as one person said, if we adopt this, we will complete the Great Commission in our generation. That was a doctor, a PhD guy in Uganda. And then another one looked at it and said, yes, this will mean that we will have revival in our lifetime. They saw the potential. They understood that if the church adopted this uh, and multiplied and followed through, which they've done, then it would indeed multiply and sweep all over. I think the understanding that they had a tool which God would use and bless to bring revival to their people. Now, it's gone beyond Africa now and those nations that you mentioned, but while we're just focusing on Africa for a moment, what's come out of it with all of these cell groups and house churches is the formation of a gospel choir and crusades and conferences that are springing out of what was just a seed planted. How are those things going to affect the way that the the gospel goes forward in Africa? Goodness knows, Neil. All I know is that the the people in Africa, they've got two councils now. One's called an oversight council, which is the, the big one. And then there's a smaller one called the executive council, which looks after day-to-day affairs. And there is a small head office staff. And they have really made this whole thing their own. It's now got an African identity. And they've said, okay... We've got the vision from Brian. Now we're turning it into an African vision and we're going to go and do these things. And they've already set the tone uh, last year with two crusades. Uh, One of the countries we had was Burundi and that had a civil war and our people in Burundi uh, had to flee and they ended up in refugee camps in uh, three countries, two of them. Two camps was in Rwanda. Uh, our team went down to the refugee camps and began to meet with people. They had two crusades. And out of those two crusades, there were 332 people saved. And they looked at it and said, OK, we know that the gospel is here to take. We'll just keep on working. And so they're going to four villages in Rwanda and holding all sorts of activities to take the the message of the gospel and making disciples out wherever they can. Part of those crusades and conferences is the screening of the Jesus film. It is very, very effective as an outreach tool. So the process, the way it works, is that people come to Christ at a crusade. They're formed into small discipleship groups and they're following a program that you've written, and those groups are then dividing into numerous cells, and yeah. and then they're, they're spreading forth, and uh, there are no borders that can contain them. No, no, not at all. There are four things that we ask, or we've built into the program. One is that they, <clears throat> they initially start as cells, and that, that has about a four-month, each cell has a four-month life, 
Uh, in that time, they study a course, Living by Faith in the Spirit. Then they teach the course to each other. So they actually equip themselves. And in that four months, every month they have an open session when they invite non-believers. And also in that four months, each one sets up their own cell. So at the end of four months, the, the cell becomes house church. But it has now multiplied, it's now grown and multiplied so that one cell of, say, eight people now becomes potentially eight cells. And that's where the multiplication comes from. And those cells are growing even as we speak. Stay with us, Brian Byrne. We'll come back and talk some more about how this is expanding throughout Africa and beyond the shores of Africa into other nations around the world. Brian Byrne is the founder of the School for Disciples. The website is www.schoolfordisciples.org. And interestingly, Brian, uh, you'd like to have contact uh, with people here in Australia. So Australian listeners to our conversation now may want to visit your website, schoolfordisciples.org, and uh, see what you're doing and whether that might be beneficial in communities around Australia. We'll continue our conversation in just a short while. We're taking a little time to continue and update with Brian Byrne, who is the founder of what's called the School for Disciples, a discipleship program that was birthed in a book written here in Australia but has taken off in a significant way in African nations and is now bursting beyond the shores of Africa and into other nations of the world. Uh, Brian, what are the opportunities that are opening up now for your School for Disciples? Well, there is one contact in North India, a guy called Pradeep, Pastor Pradeep, and he has an an annual conference when he trains, teaches a hundred village pastors. He has told visitors, one of whom is a member of our council, that he wants to adopt uh, School for Disciples material, but he's flat out, he's also the principal of the school and the pastor and everything else, so um, we're waiting to hear from him when he's clear. That contact is there, it does exist, but we have to wait until he is clear from other responsibilities. So that's that one. And China too opening up. Yes, China is is different. That was, we were recommended to this guy, uh, I'll call him Pastor Peter for the sake of it. Uh, He is a pastor of an underground church. And in China there are two categories of churches. One called the Three Self Church, which are all approved by the Communist Party and have Communist members inside the church to monitor them. They're legal. The underground church, and they run into millions, they're all illegal. And Pastor Peter is a member of, is a pastor of an underground church. Now, he has said to me via email, I am available to navigate translate and coordinate work for School for Disciples. So that's that bit. He's now on tour. I've had three emails from him. The second email, he simply said, I am reading and praying. The third email, he was on tour in North China, uh, teaching material to other contacts, and he has contacts all over China. 
and I'm expecting a call from him soon to tell me what has actually unfolded. Now, you've written another course uh, that once there are churches that are established under your School for Disciples program, because then beyond those initial formations of those churches, uh, you're interested in the spiritual growth uh, of yeah. people who are within them. Uh, your new course on spiritual growth, what sort of things does it cover? Well, a bit of background, Neil, first. the When we had the conversions out of refugee camps, uh, it, I was clear that they needed a basic course, so I wrote a course called Foundations. And that was translated into a number of languages and was taught to those new converts. Then the basic course, Living by Faith in the Spirit, which sort of sets the parameters for being a disciple. Many people don't quite know what a disciple is, but that defines them, how they function. Then the next one was seven marks of a disciple that Jesus laid down, uh, and that also is over there in Africa. And the last one, they asked me to write a course on spiritual growth. And so that looks at the goal of spiritual growth, which is to be transformed into the image of Christ, which is Romans 8.29. It looks at the mechanics of spiritual growth, spiritual search, Old Testament stuff, Deuteronomy, Chronicles, and Jeremiah, and the Lord also, and then the goals of spiritual growth, obstacles to it, uh, how spiritual growth involves the transformations talked about by Paul in uh, Galatians. Uh, that's the fruit of the Spirit and so on. That, that's basically the content of it. And the expansion continues because you're wanting to see established what you call the school without borders. In other words, people who can't get to a formal teaching or study group can actually have this school without borders in their own homes. <laughs> that, that was surprising, Neil. Uh, one of our uh, friends wanted to do some study on the spiritual growth one, and, but she said, uh, Brian, I can't get to a, a Bible study where to we move all the time, but if you've got something by correspondence, I'll do it. And I thought, hello, this this is something new. And then one of our friends came back from a tour, and he said that he met people in New South Wales who were in a group that did not have resources and would benefit from a study program. So. That's how the thing was birthed, and it, it's basically covered by a guy called Michael Sutton, and he coordinates it. We've already got a number of people in New South Wales and here and Perth who are enrolled uh, to do various courses, and so it's open to anybody, anywhere. It doesn't have a cost, uh, but it deals with the substantial things that go into who we are as disciples. Well, exciting developments to talk about, and I know that uh, you're excited about the fact that your book has now become something that has become established, and there are 
small churches that have been established through that and uh, that's going and expanding from country to country and I guess now you're looking towards a global vision. Uh, You recognise that your course, your book, uh, all of those uh, uh, systems of, of getting churches started can be used everywhere. Yeah, it can. No, no question, Neil. We we base our work on uh, the Lord's two primary commands. One, proclaim the gospel and make disciples. One's in Mark, one's in Matthew. But he tags onto it into all the world. Now, there's been two great movements of missionaries. One was the first century and one was the 17th, 18th, which was a missionary movement all over the world. But neither of those really focused on, on the original patterns. When ordinary disciples took the message out, uh, they were all based on missionaries or pastors. So there's a third wave of missionary activity. It's, there's a group called Gospel for Asia. They train native people to be missionaries in their own country. We've taken it a step further. We believe that the missionary really is the ordinary disciple. He takes the gospel out, and that's what they did in the first century. So that's how we see it. And we believe that this is something that the Lord wants to do now in the end times. Well, certainly opportunities opening up for you and for the School for Disciples and listeners to our conversation maybe wanting to find more details whether they actually take part in one of the teaching programs that you're able to resource them with. Uh, There might be some who might like to be supporters of what you're doing and I suspect uh, there's going to be financial needs and I suspect there's also going to be needs uh, for all sorts of uh, personnel to be able to help to supercharge uh, the mission endeavour that's already begun and uh, just an exciting prospect. Brian, I'll give your website uh, for people who might like to make contact. Brian Byrne is our guest. He's the founder of the School for Disciples. The website address is www.schoolfordisciples.org. That's schoolfordisciples.org. Just great getting an update from you, Brian Byrne. Thanks so much for being with us today on 2020. Thank you, Neil, indeed. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.